<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Tuesday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. The PlayStation 5 is getting an in-depth reveal tomorrow. Nintendo announced a bunch of indie stuff. Super Smash Bros. announcements and DLC might be delayed. Trials of Mana is getting a demo. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is getting some DLC. And Square Enix released the first part of its Final Fantasy VII Remake documentary series. Sony will be diving deep into the PlayStation 5 tomorrow. Tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, the PlayStation 5's lead architect, Mark Cerny, will provide, quote, a deep dive into the PS5's system architecture and how it will shape the future of games. The tweet from at PlayStation sharing the news then said that we can watch tomorrow and shared a link to the PlayStation blog. I'm curious what this thing will be. I wonder if it is a response to yesterday's Xbox Series X deep dive that Microsoft did with Digital Foundry, and I wonder if it will be similar. These sorts of things are often in the works for so long, though, that I doubt Sony saw what Microsoft did yesterday and decided they needed to do something today. The timing is just coincidental, and then, you know, GDC was supposed to be this week, so maybe that was the original plan. Or, you know, maybe they both knew the other was planning a deep dive soon, so they just tried to get out around the same time, and they just ended up landing close to each other. Who knows? I imagine Cerny's deep dive will be a lot of technical talk, I would love for it to be a reveal of what the PlayStation 5 will look like, but I don't don't think we will see that tomorrow. I think that's something Sony will save for a a bigger reveal event. I could certainly be wrong, though. It has happened before, it turns out. I am thinking tomorrow will be a lot of Mark Cerny talking in his pleasant, hushed tones about how the hard drives, loading times, and resolutions of the PlayStation 5 will make games more incredible than they have ever been. If you're not familiar with Mark Cerny, by the way, he has had an incredible history in the game industry. He created Marble Madness at 18 years old, a game that was a technical marvel when it released in 1984. Then he worked on Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with Sega, and he worked with Naughty Dog on the Crash Bandicoot series and with Insomniac on the Spyro the Dragon series. And then after that, he started getting involved with creating hardware by working on the PlayStation 2. And from there, he just kind of kept working on Sony hardware. He has had a long, interesting tenure in the gaming industry, and it's always exciting to hear him talk about games and technology, so I am excited to hear from him tomorrow. Oh, he also made Knack 1 and 2. Nintendo announces all kinds of indie games, including a port of Exit the Gungeon, which should be available to play by the time you're listening to this. Nintendo held an indie direct today and made a number of small but exciting announcements, The arguably biggest announcement, which it saved for last, was that Exit the Gungeon, a sequel for the indie hit Enter the Gungeon that released recently for iOS, is out today on Switch. Some other exciting announcements, Blair Witch, Ghost of a Tale, and Sky, Children of the Light from the creators of Journey, is coming to Switch, which is the first confirmation that that game is leaving the mobile platform, which is 
great news. Sky is a good game that is hampered by being on mobile. I'm excited to play it on Switch, for sure. The Last Campfire, which looks like an environmental puzzle game from the creators of No Man's Sky, is coming to Switch this summer. The Good Life from Swery65, the creator of Deadly Premonition and its upcoming sequel, is coming to Switch. Swery described it during the stream as a repayment RPG, which is very weird and very interesting and very much a sweary thing to say. Pixel Junk Eden 2 is coming to Switch, as well as Feria, a well-regarded card game that looks a bit like a cross between a card game and Catan. Nintendo also started the stream with a game called Blue Fire, which will be exclusive on Switch for a little while this summer. Its platforming made me think of a hat in time a little bit, which is a high compliment. Baldo, a game that is heavily inspired by the films of Studio Ghibli, is coming to Switch first this summer. The creator of Cyanide and Happiness, the webcomic, showed off Freak Apocalypse, which will also be on Switch first this summer. It looks like an adventure game where you are exploring an apocalypse in the art style of Cyanide and Happiness. Annapurna showed I Am Dead, a game where you are a ghost. Bark is a co-op bullet hell shooter geared towards families. Summer in Mara is a farming sim with exploration gameplay. Quantum League is a multiplayer shooter where your previous deaths exist in the match, which is an interesting idea. Eldest Souls is a boss rush battler, and it is coming to Switch first this summer. It's interesting that they can have the word Souls in their title. Skyrocket is another bullet hell shooter. Superliminal is a very cool looking puzzle game where you can resize objects based on your perspective. Coming to Switch. Wingspan is a card game about birds. Dicey Dungeons is a well-liked game that's coming to Switch, as well as a game called Bounty Battle and a game called Moving Out, which looks like a new take on Overcooked. That should be everything that was announced, but let me know if you would just prefer highlights in these situations. I realize that sounded like I was basically reading a list of video games, but hey, you know, Nintendo announced a lot. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighter reveals and development has potentially been delayed due to COVID-19 concerns. Masahiro Sakurai, the director and creator of the Super Smash Bros. series, writes a regular column for the Japanese gaming magazine Famitsu, and translations are starting to surface for his latest one, which apparently addresses the COVID-19 virus and how it could be affecting Super Smash Bros. All of the game's fighters for its first season have been revealed and released, but a new season of Combatants is in the works, and it looks like it might take a little longer than expected. At Push Dust In on Twitter is a journalist and unofficial translator, according to their Twitter bio, and they had a Twitter thread about Sakurai's column, and where they warned that it should all be taken with a grain of salt, as they didn't have access to the full column yet, but they wrote... Sakurai has plans to present information about new fighters to publishers, but that's been put on hold now. If someone at the office is found to have COVID-19, then the whole building would shut down and development would be put on hold. There is a possibility that Nintendo will announce the new fighters as planned, but no development work will be done. So based on that, it sounds more like work is moving along as planned currently, but Sakurai is preparing fans for the possibility that development may be put on hold if COVID-19 issues get worse. I hope, even without COVID-19 concerns, Nintendo and Sakurai feel like they can slow down a little bit with Smash Bros. development. The game is still selling incredibly well, and I, at least personally, am in no rush to play with new fighters. I have the season pass and all that, but I haven't even touched Byleth yet. That game is so overloaded with content that it has become intimidating for me to turn it on. 
I want more fighters eventually, but I think a big gap between updates would actually make me more eager to play again when they do eventually roll out. Sakurai has a reputation for being a workaholic who has literally sustained wrist injuries from overworking himself, so I hope he takes this opportunity to rest a little and keep himself and his staff healthy. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is getting some Dragon Ball Super DLC, reportedly. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is one of the best-selling games so far of 2020, covers the Dragon Ball Z saga in full, but it looks like some upcoming DLC will dip into the follow-up saga, Super. The assumption about Kakarot, at least my assumption, was that it has been a big hit, and a sequel is all but guaranteed, and that sequel will follow up with the Dragon Ball Super storyline, but it looks like some upcoming DLC will be adding at least a few characters from Super. Sato, reporting for Silicon Era, writes, The new Dragon Ball Z Kakarot DLC adds a game original episode titled A New Awakening First Part hyphen Whis's Training. Players can check this episode out before clearing the main game. In the training with Whis, you can battle him or challenge some of his training to acquire massive experience points. By advancing through training, you'll awaken Super Saiyan God. This also comes with a status increase. So... If you're not a big Dragon Ball person, Whis is a powerful, god-adjacent character from Dragon Ball Super who trains Goku and Vegeta to reach their blue-haired Super Saiyan god Super Saiyan forms, but this DLC sounds like it will only bring Goku to Super Saiyan god form where he has red hair shaped like his normal hair that appeared in the film Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods, and I don't understand why you're confused because it is all very clear and very simple. Apparently, if you get strong enough in-game, you'll have the opportunity to challenge Beerus, the cat-like god of destruction. As Sato stated in their Silicon Era story, this is labeled as first part, so there should be follow-up DLC at some point. The DLC is part of the game's season pass, and it will be available in the spring, though, with COVID-19 issues, it's worth now adding a pending-any-delays disclaimer to all game release dates. Trials of Mana is getting a demo tomorrow, March 18th. Trials of Mana is getting a playable demo tomorrow, March 18th, like I just said, for PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Sal Romano reported on the news for Gematsu and writes, 
The demo will allow users to play the beginning of the game from when the protagonist meets the party members they choose to adventure with to the full metal hugger boss battle. Players will be able to freely choose their party combination as well as carry their save data over to the full game when it launches. Love it when demos do that. Trials of Mana is an interesting game that only recently, finally, made its way to North America. It was a Super Nintendo game that released in Japan in 1995 and was a sequel to the beloved Secret of Mana. So, there were many people who played and loved Secret of Mana in 1993 and they have been denied a direct sequel which was developed and released only two years later in Japan for decades now. The game was finally released in English with Collection of Mana last year, which gathered the Game Boy game Final Fantasy Adventure, which is a mana game, but with a localized Final Fantasy title because Square assumed that people were more familiar with Final Fantasy at the time when that game released. It also had Secret of Mana on it and Trials of Mana in English for the first time. So the game that is getting a demo tomorrow is a full 3D remake of Trials of Mana. It's exciting, but it is worth noting that the Secret of Mana remake, which was similarly remade in 2018, was very underwhelming and disappointing for longtime fans. Hopefully this remake will fare better. The full game releases April 24th on Switch, PS4, and PC. Square Enix releases Episode 1 of its Final Fantasy VII Remake Making of series. Final Fantasy VII Remake is getting pretty close with its release on April 10th, and in honor of the release, Square Enix has put together a Making of series of videos for the game that it is releasing on YouTube. The first episode is live and linked in the show notes and talks with the game's producers and artists about topics like finding the middle ground between new and old fans. Producer Yoshinori Kitase also said he thought about what games he could make in the time he has left, is how he phrased it, and decided it was time to remake Final Fantasy VII. They also show fun things like the new storyboards for the game's cutscenes and show a lot of gameplay and little portions of cutscenes that I had not seen before. If you're excited for Final Fantasy VII Remake, I would recommend checking it out. Here is what's out today. The big release today is MLB The Show 20. It has been available in early access since March 13th, but today is the official available for everyone release date. It's Sony's annual baseball video game that has been exclusive to PlayStation for many years now, but this may be the last exclusive one. Back in December, when Sony renewed the license to keep making baseball games, the MLB convinced Sony it needed to start releasing the game on other platforms. So, When the contract extension was announced, we also saw a tweet from Xbox that said, no more away games, and Nintendo just shared a link to the official MLB The Show Twitter account that was sharing news of the contract extension, and they had a little baseball emoji. And the MLB wrote on a blog on its website, in addition, the historic expansion of the long-standing partnerships will bring MLB The Show for the first time ever to additional console platforms beyond PlayStation platforms as early as 2021. Complete details will be announced at a later date. So today marks the release of MLB The Show 20, potentially a PlayStation exclusive for the last time. That's it for video game news today, and I want to emphasize that video game news is over as I share this next just absolutely bizarre thing from the official verified Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account. That Twitter account is weirdly amazing 
when it comes to Sonic the Hedgehog content and is frequently genuinely funny. And I just want to share what it posted today on St. Patrick's Day. The tweet reads, One year later, Irish the Hedgehog is real. Happy St. Patty's Day. And there is just a still image of a green hedgehog that looks like it has been drawn by a professional Sonic artist. And it's wearing a leprechaun hat. It's holding a four-leaf clover in its hand. And its stomach has a four-leaf clover shape on it. And then the audio plays with captions that are only able to subtitle about half of what he is saying successfully. So here, listen to this. Top of the morning. I'm Irish. Irish the Hedgehog. I was going to meet up with my old friends Tilly and Sonk when suddenly I thought, you know, I have a mouth on me for some good old parties. So then I went down towards Station Square and I bump into Big and it's just like, how's the big size here? And he's all like, Irish, how in the name of Tickle are you? And I'm just all, you know, story horse, how's it going, Asher Grand? And then he's like, Sonk was just here, but that agent was nattering about nothing. And so then I thought of me old fella, and suddenly Big says, get out of that garden. And I thought he might have gone stone mad, and maybe he's just sick as a box of frogs. But then I'm thinking, well, with Big, he's a few short of a full shilling now, do you know what I mean? And quite frankly, his mouth is the size of an old skip, and some say he's the owner of the Giant's Causeway. And so finally I meet up with Tilly, and he's stressing, and he's all in and out like a fiddler's elbow. And now Tilly's one of the lads, you know, but the chippers feel so far away at this point, and I still want me spuds. But Tilly's away with the fairies, and at this point, and sure anyway, sure that's your mouth, as they say. And the rest of the day to yourself. Happy St. Paddy's Day. It is just absolutely bizarre, even for the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account. Oh, and by the way, in other Sonic-adjacent news, even though, as I clearly stated a moment ago, we're done with video game news, according to an article from Scott Mendelson from Forbes, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie has officially outgrossed Detective Pikachu in North America, which I would never have predicted was going to happen. If 10 years ago you had asked me what will make more money, a live-action Pokemon movie or a live-action Sonic movie, I would have gone with Pokemon, just based on the popularity of the brand. So, hey, congrats to Sonic for beating all the odds and for deciding to celebrate with an Irish hedgehog, of all things. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at GamingRideHome. Or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info and please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through Black Mesa right now. Or you can find me on the MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussion. I will talk to you more about video games with all kinds of PlayStation 5 news tomorrow.